In this episode, you will meet Harry, a senior brand director and commercial leader in the analytics and insights function in PNG, to learn three things. What exactly is analytics and insights, or ANI? And how can a career in ANI look like? Number two, who this role is and isn't suitable for. And number three, what does he look out for when hiring a candidate? We also discussed the tips and tricks that helped him grow disproportionately at work. My full name is Hariono. I'm currently the senior director in PNG. I lead analytics and inside organization as well as the commercial leaders for Gillette and Oral-B businesses for the Philippines as well. So currently I'm managing 17 people in my organization. I have two director level reporting to me and then one director dotted line to me. And then within that, there is a four to five people reporting within the director organization. Harry has over a 10-year career in ANI. In fact, he started his career within the function, which some people might find strange, given his student portfolio. I personally came from mechanical engineering. I have zero experience in analytics, I have zero experience in business. In my day one, I don't even know what's the difference between a value share and a volume share. See, I told you, it's strange. How could someone with zero analytical experience or training become a senior director within the analytics function? But what we learned is that there's many assumptions about ANI within PNG, owing to the name analytics. But today, we'll demystify all of them and understand what can a career within the function actually look like. Welcome to One Foot In where we share what goes on behind the LinkedIn from sabbaticals. I was very close to getting promoted to next level. It might get delayed by a few months or a few quarters. But if I don't do it now and we have kids, then I have to delay the whole thing by 5-10 years. To asking HR if they even read cover letters in Asia. Thank God this is anonymous. Uh, by all honesty, I do not look at cover letters. But ever so often, we'll work with companies to open their doors completely for us to interview everyone seated inside. Think of it as having an on-demand coffee chat with the company. In this series of Coffee with the Company, we'll partner with Procter & Gamble to produce Humans of PNG. PNG is a 200-year-old company that owns some of your favourite brands like SK2, Tide, Downey, Pantene, Febreze, Gillette and many more. We'll learn across 10 episodes to understand what it is exactly like to work here across all functions and levels. Welcome to Humans of PNG, a one-up media and Procter & Gamble production. is ANI. In the simplest word for me, it's like a consultant, right? You work in a business team where the business team has a problem and you, as a consultant, are supposed to work with the business team to solve their problem. When I first moved to Indonesia, right, PNG businesses has been um, not growing for the past three years. It's a developing market, fast-growing market. GDP itself is growing at 5%. For a, a PNG businesses, which is a, you know, 
products that people use every day not growing, something is wrong fundamentally. So the question I was being tasked is that how do I accelerate the business, you know, in the developing market like Indonesia? I was looking into how our business model as a PNG in Indonesia has evolved over the 10 years period, right? And what we realized at that time was there is a period where we used to be growing really fast, 20%, one of the fastest growing market for the PNG globally. And then last few years is just not growing. From a consultant standpoint, we are able to just codify what did we do before and what have changed, right? And that will tell us what are the things that we need to do differently to guide the future. And fast forward, when we are able to apply that, right, from a not growing, we're becoming one of the fastest growing market again. Despite the name, ANI works more as an in-house brand consultant that answers a business question for the brand teams. The how to answer is through analysis and insights, hence the name. But I'm sure you have many other questions as well. So without wasting any time, we put Harry through the gauntlet of questions sent by you, the listeners. Alright, ready Harry? So, word on the street is FMCG is boring and not exciting. Uh, we know that the product is laundry detergent. So, agree or disagree? Disagree. First, I've been in the company for 11 years. Every single day, I find very interesting things about the work. Number one, because within FMCG, there is many different markets, there is many different categories, and each category has its own business model, and each country has its own business model to operate in. And competition continues to evolve. And hence, staying on top of all these things, right, you learn something different every day. So I disagree on that. And I've seen a lot of people have been working in the company for more than 20 years, more than 30 years, and they still learn something new. Thanks, Harry. Um, the next one is on hiring. Since there's the word analytics in ANI, right, the function must be hiring people only with an analytics degree. Agree or disagree? Disagree. I think uh, what's important for us is uh, come in an open-minded. Uh, PNG hires people not from their background, but rather from their peak performance and the fit to the functions. The next is a contentious one, but word on the street is that analytics within FMCG must be boring because we're not a tech company. Agree or disagree? Uh, disagree uh, also because uh, first of all, just to tell you, there is a lot of People from analytics and inside function has been poached by the tech company, right? So if we are if we're inferior versus them, why do they hire us in the first place, right? Especially also in PNG, because I think in PNG our analytics and inside functions probably is ahead than many of the FMCG companies, right? Because we have been we've been we've been also the first in developing these organizations more than anyone else, right? So that's one. Second is we continue to evolve in the way we do analytics, so. The company actually provide a lot of venues for us to reach out to a new startup or to the US or China, for example, when they have the most cutting edge tool. So the scale of PNG allows to cross-pollination of capability standpoint to be at the forefront of the analytics and inside organization. So we've got two more questions. Hang in there. The next is on analytics and insights. The name itself sounds a little bit closer towards market research. So maybe a fair amount of time must be spent answering research questions. Agree or disagree? Disagree. We actually partner with our market research agency. But the difference between a consultant versus a research agency is we answer your business questions. 
right? For example, a research question can be how often do people wash their hair? And if there is any correlation between people who suffer from more dandruff than people who don't suffer dandruff into their washing habits, right? So that's a research question. But as an ANI, the questions that we get is how do we accelerate the anti-dandruff segment in the market? And the very last question is to succeed in the FMCG industry, you must be either good in marketing or good in supply. ANI sounds more like a support function. Agree or disagree? Obviously, I also disagree on that one. I've been in the company 11 years and I got promoted to senior director less than 10 years in the company. The company are moving towards more function agnostic. And that's also the reasons why, even though I'm in ANI, now I'm also taking charge of commercial leadership for our grooming and oral businesses in the Philippines. So it just shows you how, you know, even as a supporting functions, your role can evolve depending on how much you really want to transform the business. And it's all up to you. If you don't think that you have a control, be that control to make that change. From everything that Harry has said, the role does seem more like a consultant than a market researcher or data scientist. But while ANI is a broad function that probably contains some aspects of both research and analysis, Harry's career seems to be predominantly as a consultant. This was most revealing through three points in his career. Just three years into the company, Harry was thrown into the deep end of the waters in hair care Japan for the brand Pantene. At that time, Japan represented the third largest market for the brand and it had not been growing in the last five years. I really love that role because I'm not a Japanese, but being able to spend time understanding how complex the Japanese markets are and how complex the Japanese consumers are give me a lot of satisfaction. So the way we codify, we, we try to understand uh, how the consumer have changed, how the competition landscape has changed, and how our brand strategy have changed over 10 years in Panty Japan. Through that, we were able to codify what are the few things that we need to do differently to, to fix it, right? And after we applied it, see the business turnaround, right? First turnaround after five years is a big achievement for Panty Japan. From his Japan experience, Harry became somewhat of a turnaround master who could turn around failing businesses, sending him to Jakarta three years later. When I came to Indonesia, three years has been in decline from a 20% of growth, right? To not growing and also not doing very well from a profitability standpoint, right? Just also really looking, uh, stepping back uh, and then looking into uh, the history. History tells us a lot of things, right? Uh, tells us what works before, what doesn't work now. And with the new landscape of how the trade and the consumer has evolved, what are the additional things that we need to uh, prepare for in order to be able to uh, make sure that what worked before continues to work now. I think the biggest achievement that I personally gained from Indonesia is that we beat Unilever, which is a, used to be a number one FMCG company in Indonesia, right, in the categories that we're playing. Because the nature of Harry's role is as a consultant, he is always given new questions to answer, even after working for more than 10 years in the company. In his current role as senior director and commercial leader in the Philippines, it still holds true. So we, our business was declining 20% because of pandemic, because of you know how the macroeconomy was really tough. We, we were able to kind of like now stabilizing the business, right? We were 
able to prove six percent this year without be very specific with the brands right in the Philippines. What we realized there is a one big brand that has been declining for two years, right? And what we realized over a period of time is the consumer was telling me that hey, you know, there I'm I'm using something cheaper product, right, in the category, and it's better anyway. Why do I need to pay more expensive uh, for that? Right, but the fundamental issue is really that our product is more expensive and it's not delighting for consumers anyway. It took us a long time to realize that, and now that we're realizing, we are we are now designing a new formula in order to beat that competition, in order to be able to win in markets. By now, you should have a fair idea of who ANI is meant for. Someone who's probably interested in answering tough business questions, but who isn't. Surely you wouldn't want to be answering dumb questions without a purpose, right? So is ANI meant for everyone? Well, not exactly, because how ANI solves these questions are by telling consumer-based stories and mining large data sets for insights, and that could be a problem if you hate data. A lot of people find it struggling is the ability to. Navigate through many data, because these days in this world, there is just data coming everywhere. For a lot of new people, they can find it really challenging, right? And beyond challenging, it's also taking a lot of time to clean the data up, then to analyze the data, then to make multiple hypotheses, and then a lot of the time also, when you thought you have the answer by analyzing so much of data, you bring it to your bosses, and your bosses say that, hey, I don't think this is true, and then you have to go back to the process again and again and again. For a lot of people, it can be very overwhelming and can be very tiring, also, and can be very frustrating. But it also, in a way, separate a good ANI versus a non-good ANI, right? Because a good ANI would be able to find answer within that oceans, right? Are you still here? If Harry hasn't scared you off yet, I'm guessing you're still interested in the role. If that's the case, we actually asked him what makes a great ANI candidate. We've kept the conversation fairly unfiltered, but bear in mind that this is his opinion as a hiring manager, which might differ from others. Do you think there's any internship that a candidate should have done to be an ideal candidate to join PNG? Personally, and I'll I'll tell you from my experiences, right? I don't look into people who have internships somewhere else. We look into people who number one. Have the peak performance factors that PNG is looking for. I do encourage everyone to research it. It's in within our website, and then able to frame within your resumes or what are the experiences in the past. And that doesn't necessarily have to be an other internship with other company. It could be also your experiences in school, your experiences managing organization in school, or even a, a external organization like volunteering experience that you have done. Right. So look into the peak performance factor. Sorry to interrupt. The link in the peak performance factor is found in our description. Right back to you. Obviously, as you apply for a different function, different function have a different functional skills that they are also looking for. If you are someone who are interested within uh, analytics and insights, right? Also, be prepared of like, hey, what are the examples where you you tend to have solved problem using data and insights? Within even uh, some basic experiences of you know managing organization that you have. So frame your resume in a way that. Linking to the value of our PNG peak performance, and then as you go to interview, just be prepared on functional specific experiences that you think would be suitable for the functions that you're applying for. Right. Let's talk about grades then, and I'll ask it quite blatantly. 
But are there any cut-off grades for PNG? Again, grades is not a requirement, right? Our hiring requirement is based on the peak performance factor. So it starts and ends there, right? Grades is just uh, nice to have. There's a lot of smart people whose grade is not like the very best, right? It's going back to that PNG peak performance factors. Right, right. Then out of curiosity, what was your grades back then? I'm quite luckily a good grade student. My GPA in NU was 4.81. So that was me. But I know that some of my colleagues also, they don't have that grades, right? Those those colleagues are still in PNG. 11 years experience. So what I'm saying is that well, I have a good grade, but again, it's not uh, a differentiator of success. Right. And uh, can I just ask one last controversial question? Uh, what about personality? Do you think that there's any personality trait that gets people hired in PNG? I, do, I don't think so. Uh, just because uh, if I look into a lot of people within my team, they are, from a personality standpoint, they're very different. But there is a one commonality of why people are more successful than the other that that is drive and hunger in what they do so you can be an introvert but have a massive drive you will be much more successful than uh, other people who are an extrovert but have zero drive the drive means that you want to always find ways to grow the business in the next level and keep thinking about like hey can we do this can we do that hey there's a data that's saying this that we can do even better than what we are doing today By the way, we also asked him about the tips and tricks that disproportionately helped him throughout his career. We've kept that at the very end of the podcast. So, what is analytics and insights? Despite the name, you might find yourself closer as a consultant for brands, where you answer business questions that can relate from growth to profitability. The how to answer is where the analytical components come in which is not dependent on your prerequisite analytical knowledge, but your peak performance factor. If all this sounds fun to you, then you want to apply into ANI. We've dropped the career links in our description. But if you're still uncertain of what to expect, we've asked that for you. So, uh, Harry, one last question, and I know they have been saying one last question many times. But to anyone who's applying for ANI, what do you think they can expect? When you join the PAG ANI, you will get to experience a lot of tough business questions to solve for, right? And the business leaders are looking for the ANI to help them answer that business question. So if you're someone who loves tough problems to solve for, right, and leveraging data and insights in order to uh, find solution to it, I think that this is the functions for you. And I do encourage if this is something that triggers you and something that you're passionate to go for this. That was Harry, a senior brand director and commercial leader in the analytics and insights function in PNG. Thank you for staying all the way to the end. Here's Harry sharing his top tips and tricks that helped him. So for me, my fundamental belief is when you believe in something, go for it. Go for it as fast as you can. For example, leveraging your managers to push your agenda or, you know, some of your business partner create that common link to be able to influence the bigger organizations. And doing that, by the way, is very difficult because um, a lot of people might disagree with you. A lot of people think that, hey, we're, we're doing just fine. You know, why do we need to do something different, especially when the business is doing very well? Oh, one last question. If I have to flip it the other way around, right? What is the worst tip or advice that you were given? Oh, there was a 
there's one time where I had, uh, you know, out of my 11 years career, I think I have 14, 15 managers already. It was a time when I was working on one assignment where my managers, who, by the way, is six, seven years more senior than me, it, it, was, it was telling me this. You know, Harry, I think we should just enjoy life. Why do you want to chase for career so much? You know, why do you want to get rated very well? Why do you push so much of your impact? You know, just like me, you know, chilling, enjoying life and everything, right? But again, that example is one of the things where he's trying to push his own belief, his own thinking that is not in line with what the individual needs, right? Uh, I think as a managers, we need to be able to understand what the individual needs first and then aligning together to the business and see what are the best way of delivering that. For example, I have a huge drive of really focus on driving the business and I need my manager's support on it. But my manager doesn't really care so much. So uh, that doesn't work for me, right? And that was the first time also I felt that my manager doesn't understand me. And I was a bit demotivated as well, right? But the good thing about the company is that there is the manager's managers who obviously will have a different point of view and then uh, will find ways that helps you as an individual so that you can be successful through the career, right? So so that was the worst, worst, worst tips that I ever got. And I keep telling people, don't let everybody stop you. And that let's go back to my original uh, assessment. If you really believe in something, go for it. Don't let people brought you down or stop you from achieving what you want to do.